0: Welcome back to the Hardware Unboxed podcast for an episode that is kind of silly. We asked our YouTube, uh, well, our Discord community to compile some of the worst comments that we've ever received on our videos, and we are going to be reacting to them in this podcast episode. Lots of fun, lots of fun discussions, and then we wrap it up with some much-loved Moa talk and also my thoughts on Starfield. So plenty to get to in this episode. I think it's been a lot of fun. Let's go. Man, I'm I'm really looking forward to this episode, Steve, because we have got some great user-generated content to get through. Thanks to okay. our Discord community. So, how are you doing? Are you excited?
1: Uh, I I don't know what I am. I don't know if I'm prepared. I have seen some of the stuff that was posted there. Didn't really bother reading through too much of it because I've been well too busy to be honest. I also don't know how we got here or why this is happening. Um, This seems fun. Seems unusual. doesn't seem like something you would do. So uh, I'm interested to see where this goes. I love it. I mean, I
0: think privately we have a lot of fun
1: about some of the silly comments
0: that people make. And I never like responding to this sort of like negative comments that are at least a little bit grounded in reality sometimes. Or maybe they're Mm -hmm. a little bit more sensible. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay. But Fair when enough. it gets to like ridiculous levels, accusations of being shills for—I think we've got being called shills for every single company multiple times in this mm-hmm. selection. That sounds right. Of yep. comments, so mm-hmm. I, I always really appreciate that. So if you don't know what we're doing, <laughs> earlier this week I thought there's probably not much to talk about in this week's podcast news-wise. So okay. I went and asked in our BTS channel on Discord for people to submit the worst comments they've ever seen. Left on a hard run box video. And boy, people came through, they've submitted some real <laughs> doozies of comments. Uh there's one particular user, shout out to
1: Deco, Deco, Deco on our Discord community. He he does like to torture me on a regular basis because yeah. I try to ignore those comments. And you can't yeah, escape he, them with this guy. No, he serves them up and seems to take a lot of pleasure in doing so. So thanks a lot, Deco. <laughs> I appreciate you.
0: Oh, it's going to be nice. Well, we'll get to that in just a moment because there's two things that I want Mm -hmm. to touch on briefly that are related to content that we've done in the past and probably are about to do. The first one was that I think in my GPU pricing update video, I said that uh, look out for pricing for the RTX 4090 going up in the coming months because of it being on the US export ban list. Mm -hmm. The final slash official version, I don't know what the previous version was, but we'll call this the final version uh, of the the filing has suggested that the RTX 4090 will not be included mm, on that I export that. ban list so i think that's going to yeah not have as much impact on RTX 4090 pricing perhaps the yeah the short sharp rise of prices will be quickly reversed and hopefully mm-hmm. you'll be able to get 4090s back down around that $1,600 US price point pretty soon. So yeah, that's pretty good news. That was kind of the most disappointing thing to discover from, yeah, the pricing update from the other day. So good news, good news on that front. And the second thing was that some of our Discord members, not related to the silly comments that we're going to get to in a moment, have been playing City Skylines 2, a Mm, game that... I fired that up this morning. Yeah, so it was just released, I think, today or yesterday, and it's been getting a lot of commentary around its performance on pc i believe they delayed the console versions of the game citing the performance on those products was not up to scratch and yeah the pete they've come out and basically said yeah the performance of this game kind of sucks guys so (laughs) yeah we need to put in a bit more work but basically our discord members have discovered that like you can just turn like the depth of field setting in the game. If you turn that down will massively improve your performance hmm. among other several bizarre, like you can just turn down one setting or another setting and it just like there's some really bizarrely punishing settings in the game to go along with their comments from the developers earlier saying that gamers don't need over 30 FPS when playing Oof. a game like this, mm-hmm. which, I don't know, would you agree that a simulator like City Skylines needs more than 30
1: FPS? Look, you can certainly play a game like that at 30 FPS. Like, it is playable. It's certainly much more playable than a game like Doom, for example. Yeah. But do I want to play at 30 FPS? Like, just using the mouse, navigating the menus, its its an, it, it makes the experience nowhere near as enjoyable as it could be if it was at, say, 60 FPS, where I think that's really the bare minimum for a mm-hmm. game or just <laughs> application use these days having a high refresh rate monitor and playing even a simulator like i fired it up this morning just for a quick look i'm, I'm not doing any testing with it i don't think but i thought you know what? i'm just gonna have a look at this the menus felt really bad just navigating the initial yep. menu uh, did you notice that as well <laughs> and yeah then, pretty much yeah i was like oh god this this is awful so a low frame rate just in the menus is not a good experience. And then you hop into the game. So I had a RTX 4090. Uh, I think I was using, I was actually using the 7700X. So not the 7800X 3D, I had the 7700X mm-hmm. in. Like I said, I, w- I wasn't doing any testing, just quick fire, up. look at the game. And I was getting on just a new city. Like, well, there was no city. There was just the standard road you get at the start. At 4K, with I imagine the maximum quality settings, I didn't actually change anything. Loaded in 22 FPS, is what I was getting. Wasn't good.
0: Yeah, I think part of that is the this depth of field setting that, okay. I don't know, they're using some ludicrously high-quality depth of field setting. Hmm. Um, so potentially if you turn that down, and I, I think it is turned down slightly in different presets and things like that. I haven't had too much of a look. I've been doing other things. But, yeah, just I, I feel like comments from developers saying that only 30 FPS is suitable for this game or is necessary for this sort of game. I don't know whether that's a developer being – Uh, incompetence probably too much of a harsh word to use there but not really understanding what makes pc games better Mm -hmm. or whether it's trying to hide the fact that the performance of the game isn't very good like if i like i think a more positive read on it is they sort of they understand that the performance of the game isn't good it's going to run terribly on people's PCs. so they've come out with this sort of mediocre justification that like well actually all you need is 30 fps guys like we didn't get the performance where we need but we we believe that 30 fps is is fine that's one take and then the alternate perhaps worse take which hopefully isn't the case is that they designed this game to be run at 30 fps on pc i think that would be yeah just as you say like not acknowledging what like a 60 fps experience on pc can bring because i tend to think of you know, simulator-type games like City Skylines as more... I know they're a game, but they're more like an application. Like, you spend a fair bit of time in menus that you don't really need, like, a low-latency experience mm-hmm. like you would see from using Google Chrome or Premiere or one of those apps. Don't need low latency or anything. But using Premiere on a high refresh rate... Like, I could not edit videos at 30fps, like, 30 hertz. Mm-hmm. The, the experience would be so gross, so horrible. So... Yeah, hopefully the developers are just sort of trying to mask that as opposed to coming out and saying, yeah, so we've done everything with this PC game with like you playing it at 20 to 30 FPS in mind because that's just yeah not true in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, unfortunately I've never got into the City Skylines franchise. Uh, I grew up playing like SimCity 2000, loved that, played, got countless hours in that. Great game. And then I think the, well, I don't know if I even played any of the SimCity games after. I think the franchise kind of went to crap. Anyway, my point is, haven't played much of City Skylines, so can't comment too much. It didn't look that different to the City Skylines that I remember looking at for benchmarking, you know, a few years ago. But what surprised me was the fact that there's nothing there. Like, yeah, there's the trees and the terrain and all that sort of stuff. But what's getting an RTX 4090 down to 22 FPS? I, I thought the poor poor performance was when you had like a very big city, a, a large population in a dense city that's what was crippling uh current generation hardware but it just i don't know there was nothing there i was like wow does it does it get worse with big cities and if it doesn't why and why is the performance so bad with nothing Uh, i'm a bit ignorant as to you know how the game works and that sort of stuff and like i said i've never really played the game so i can't speak from experience just seemed a bit odd to me
0: yeah, usually with those types of games, like they're not. I have played some of them from time to time. They're not sort of my favourite genre, but I do enjoy getting into those types of games. And yeah, typically, you know, the more stuff you've got in your mm. little city or theme park or whatever you're trying to build, uh, the worse the performance gets. And yeah, especially when you zoom in or yeah, you know, even zoom out sometimes to see the whole city, the performance really can tank hard. And often mm-hmm. with those games as well, like they can take ages to load in If uh, later in the game once you've got your big city, uh, which can be very frustrating if you have to sit there waiting minutes for it to load. So yeah, just for you to say like I loaded in and the game runs terribly with nothing there, certainly doesn't bode well for like later game performance. But then uh, I guess part of it could be running like one or two graphic settings at like a cripplingly high level that is mm-hmm. just not optimized like... Again, people saying the depth of field setting hurts performance significantly. If they're running that at like way, way, way too high of a level, then yeah, that's just going to cripple performance when there's nothing there. Similar to if they were sort of, I don't know, like you were running in a game like a 16K resolution and then downscaling it to 4K. That's going to run terribly Mm -hmm, with nothing mm -hmm. there as well. I guess I'll have to take a closer look at like what does the difference between the high and low settings look like to see what exactly is going on there. But I feel like, you know, if there is this like uber quality, ridiculous depth of field setting or some other setting and you could turn it down, and it looks basically the same, but you know, everyone's going to go into the game, crank it up to ultra and get like 20 FPS on their 4090. That's really doing the game a disservice. Like I, I find probably it hard don't to believe that. Yeah.
1: I, I find it hard to believe they would do that. Having said, you know, I'm not saying they haven't done that. We've seen some very dumb stuff over the years from, from games yeah. and game developers, but yeah, it, it's hard to believe that that would be the situation. So, anyway, we'll, we'll take a look at it. I, I didn't play with the quality settings at all. I was like, 22 FPS, huh, okay. <laughs> Close game. <laughs> yep, what everyone was saying is true. Go back to what I was doing, which was a separate benchmark. It's just the yep. game was installed, and I thought I'll quickly have a, a very, very brief look at this.
0: Yeah, so we we'll have to keep an eye on that one, see how City Skylines goes. And, yeah, I mean, if that's if that's happening on a 4090, I can't imagine what a PS5 owner <laughs> is going to be getting. Three FPS, two FPS. Who knows? Love we'll to see mm. how that one goes. Was uh, that?
1: It was that four K. Not that that should matter. I don't even know where I was limited because I didn't even bother looking into that. I was like, "Well, that's that's terrible." um <laughs> Moving on.
0: Yeah, pretty much. All right. Speaking of other terrible things, let's get into some of these comments.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, right, Tim.
0: It's sort of an insight into sort of us having a bit of fun with some of these comments and things that we would do in private on videos because, mm-hmm. you know, I guess a pre- preface to this is that 99% plus of comments that we get on our YouTube videos are very positive, very sensible, you know, they're reasonable, even just, you know, making a joke or, you know, having fun or making insightful observations. But there's always the like 0.1% that we get on videos that – um Yeah, calls us shills, calls us shills for multiple companies, opposite companies in the same sentence, or just says some really nonsensical things. (laughs) So let's get into it. I can't wait. First comment. Let me guess, another AMD trashing video. That's all this channel does and NVIDIA is loving it. (laughs) Okay,
1: different, different, different take there. Uh, okay, so uh, we're working with a, a diehard AMD fan, by the sounds of it. So, which video was that on, or do we not know? I'm not.
0: I'm not sure. It, it looks yeah. like it's probably a head-to-head benchmark video comparing, uh-huh. like, an AMD and an Nvidia GPU, just by the looks of what what uh-huh. the screenshot has said there. Um, but yeah, interesting comment there. Next one was a, a comment on one of my videos. Uh-oh. Oh dear. So it says here, hardware unboxed. We test frame by frame. We did it. Look this, guys. And then it says, normal PC gamers. We don't care. I play at 30 FPS more and 60 more. I don't play frame by frame. Hardware unboxed. Another video just for sponsor. So I believe this is on one of my FSR videos where I did look sort of frame by frame and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, I guess people don't test like that I play like that, but you kind of have to
1: do that when testing, don't you? Well, the idea is to find out how the technology works and what it's doing. And, you know, just because you're not noticing an artifact doesn't mean it's not there and that other people won't notice it. And, like, these things are always a bit annoying no matter which side it is because, like, you go back to DLSS and there were some people that swore black and blue on the face that the original DLSS was good. Like, it boosted frame rates as advertised and it didn't look that bad, you know, Believe mm-hmm. it or not, there were people who made those arguments and we shouldn't have been knocking the technology because <sighs> NVIDIA was innovating and they're doing those wonderful things that the competition's not doing. They're trying to make things better for gamers, yada, yada, yada. So therefore, by you bashing them, that's bad. It's like, well, Tim investigated the technology, looked into it, found out that, hey, this isn't actually that good and just using general resolution scaling gets you pretty much the same result. So... Go make it better, Nvidia, and that's what they did. And so, by critically analyzing AMD's equivalent in the same vein that you critically analyzed Nvidia's version, you are helping to create a better version of FSR or whatever it may be in the future, and not just going, "Wow, FSR's amazing! It, it's you know, it's a it's a free performance booster. It's magic, guys. Just you know, and, and hyping it up." Then you yeah. don't you don't get a better technology in the future.
0: Yeah, and, and you start hitting this sort of race to the bottom, right? Where you know the less that the quality matters of what you're actually getting, the more they're going to reduce that quality yeah, because right. you keep saying that you don't notice it. So if you keep mm-hmm. saying like all I care about is FPS number larger, and I don't really care what's being shown on the screen, then yeah, mm-hmm. they're going to keep reducing the quality of what is shown on the screen because it is so much easier to market the FPS number than the quality of the image. And yeah, I mean, yeah, we see comments similar in similar vein to that quite a bit. But at least personally, I can notice the the issues that I show in those, you know, let's slow down the footage and show you frame by frame comparisons. Mm -hmm. Because the only reason I know to slow down the footage is because I've noticed the artifact watching it at normal speed. That's typically Mm -hmm. how that works. And yeah, at least with like those videos, like I, I can't watch it frame by frame. Like if I take a 30-second clip and try to watch it frame by frame for artifacts, it's painful. Like it takes so long. So it's just not a, it's just not a realistic
1: way to, to make that sort of video. No, I guess if you're – I don't know the word to use, but let's just say I guess if you've convinced yourself that the person you're watching is a shill because they disagree with you mm-hmm. or whatever it may be, then you're sort of willing to believe anything. You've convinced yourself already this guy is dishonest. He's mm-hmm. attacking AMD unfairly. I'm on to him. I know what he's doing. He's clearly paid by NVIDIA and you just go down that rabbit hole and you can yeah, lead yourself exactly. astray. Instead of like looking at it calm and cool, level headed and going, okay, so what's going on here? You know, is he actually just playing the game, finding where it can be improved, showing the issues? Are the things that he's zooming in and slowing on, are they actually noticeable? And you would say, you know, if we look frame by frame, and you can see these little artifacts here and there, but in motion when playing, they're actually not noticeable at all. Like you would say something like that. You,
0: yeah, of course. Yeah, you're not
1: beating up on the technology to try and and you know people always think, oh, you're being negative for views and stuff like that. But but a heading like FSR is amazing and you must use it type thing gets many more views than you know FSR three no good. So yeah i mean we've, we've seen that time and time again like if intel's 14th gen cpus were amazing and super hyped and people were interested in the ones to buy them we would get so many more views and that's why a lot of uh tech content creators or whatever you want to call them have lost interest over the last two years and some have even stopped making content because it is boring it sucks when the hardware sucks it's it's not fun you don't get more views and therefore more money it's it's <laughs> You you make less money, you have less enthusiasm for what you're doing, yeah. and it, it, uh, well, it's but, all bad.
0: There's a great comment about this just along this these lines. One okay. of these comments says, have these guys ever liked anything they've reviewed? Do they add pissed-off boomer urine to the tap water in Australia or what? It must be something in the air <laughs> in Australia as they have more pissed-off animals and people than any other content except maybe Africa Honestly, I watch the videos, but I pretty much expect the same result no matter what they are reviewing.
1: So, <laughs> so they're saying that Australians by and large are pissed off and I aggressive guess so. and angry? Huh. I guess maybe they're saying
0: that like every video that we've done says that the product or whatever feature we're testing is crap, which I think is probably a fair assessment at the moment. There are not very <laughs> many good products. Yeah, <laughs> but- I think,
1: yeah, I think overall that's probably not true. I think across the whole channel's life, that's definitely not true. Yeah, yeah. Because as you say, like,
0: we're making negative videos because they're warranted, not just because we're sitting here saying that every single thing is bad, but also at the moment, there's just more negative things coming out at the moment. Like, it goes through ebbs and flows. There's always cycles, and we're just in a cycle where everything is not amazing.
1: Yeah, like I think most of the Intel 12th gen content was positive, if not highly positive, I think mm-hmm. I was very positive about everything, apart from maybe the twelve hundred K. But even then, I think that review may be positive. I oh, know twelve seven hundred K, twelve six hundred K, they were highly positive, and then the locked CPUs got positive reviews. GeForce thirty series, RDNA two, they were all positive, apart from availability. They're not all of RDNA two because some of them at the lower end weren't great. Maybe that's true for like the RTX thirty fifty as well. But yeah, I think I think overall probably more positive than negative. But at the end of the day. You, you can you can accuse us of being influencers and trying to sell you stuff and please sponsors, which doesn't really make sense if we're going after ASUS for crappy fifty seven hundred XT's and MSI for bad you know motherboards and ASRock for bad motherboards and this and that and you know like do do you want honest? objective reviews or do you want us just to be like everything gets the harbour and box gold award guys and
0: oh uh, actually i probably could shouldn't comment on the whole give everything gold award thing because yeah there's probably some outlets out there that do things like that but yeah i I totally think our our approach of
1: giving honest feedback about products Mm. uh, makes a lot more sense and some of the reviews that have negative aspects of the review aren't like fully negative we generally mm. like to show you yeah. the positives and the negatives of a product and sometimes the negatives do outweigh the positives and sometimes it's like sometimes it's 50 50 we're like eh, you know if you're after this then it's good but here are the downsides it's kind of like a mm, not not super excited about a product and then other times it's like yeah this thing's just awesome value works really well highly recommend it
0: I've seen another comment on one of my videos here, which I'm interested to know if you think I do this. Uh, this this channel always goes out of its way to try and make AMD inferior to NVIDIA. So that's there's a whole bunch more garbage here that I'm not even going to bother reading. That's the gist of the comment. Okay. So do you think that I go out of my way to make AMD look worse than NVIDIA? This is a comment on one of my FSR3 videos. So right. you know, what, what do you think? Well, do I think I, you, I think you I know busted? my...
1: Yeah. You've been busted. Um, if, if I thought you were going out of your way, like to be well, essentially being biased because you prefer one company over the other for reasons, then yeah, you, you would know about it. We, we would have had words about that sort of thing. Uh, no, I think your analysis is very fair. Uh, I think you, like again, with FSR, you point out the good parts, the negative parts, but then overall it needs work. It needs to be better. It's kind of like your initial DLSS analysis, but again, to say that kind of thing on one video because you're all butthurt because Tim said something mean about the company you love, it's like grow up for one, but two, do more research. Like Go have a look at you know your initial look at stuff like ray tracing, DLSS. We were not super on board with those technologies when they came out. We were highly critical of Turing for NVIDIA trying to push those GPUs on you because they supported DLSS and ray tracing because, well, first of all, that those things weren't available upon release. And then six months after release, the supporting titles were pretty weak and initially it sucked and all that sort of stuff. So when it's been called for, you've been negative. Uh, When it's called for, you've been positive. So uh, the truth is at the moment when it comes to features, there's more NVIDIA features to be positive of than there are AMD. And while we don't love DLSS 3 frame generation for all use cases, it is technically a better technology. And I think DLSS upscaling is better than FSR upscaling at this point in time. So I think that's fair.
0: Yeah, and I think as well, these sorts of commenters, I think this is a very small minority, Mm -hmm. get caught up in, you know, what looks unbiased to some silly people is like 50-50 positive-negative. So when you're covering AMD, you want it to be 50% positive, 50% Fifty percent negative, and for Nvidia, fifty percent positive, fifty percent negative, or any other split like 20 But as so long as that's the what they same, want,
1: some no. Some, I don't think that's right. I think no. I think uh, s-
0: not. Fanboy commenters. I mean, some people think their idea of unbiased is making the same sort of level of positive commentary for both uh, both companies, even if it's not actually warranted. So, for example, yeah. if we if we test a whole bunch of products and we say in general Nvidia's products are better than AMD. Then some some commenters I feel think that we're being biased towards Nvidia by saying they have more good products. Whereas what we should actually be doing is saying that both companies have the same number of good products, which is a really
1: silly take. And yeah, I, don't think I mean there may be some people in that camp, but I don't think. Yeah, I, it seems to me like because I've done videos where we've almost done that, like we've pointed out, you know, five positive things about Radeon, five positive things about GeForce five mm-hmm. negative negative things about GeForce. five negative things about radio like it's very balanced and my conclusion's even been as straightforward as both of these products are excellent they compete very well in terms of value they're much of a muchness it, it, you're kind of splitting hairs at this point i feel like you guys would be happy with either product so either go with whichever one may be cheaper in your region or if one's better at a specific game that you like, then maybe that would get you over the line. But here are all the facts and figures. Uh, it's it's not clear cut for me, so you guys make your own decision. And I'll get people who clearly have a strong bias towards AMD, and they'll still just they'll they'll basically write about how the whole video was Nvidia shilling, and they you know it was just this that and the other thing, without yeah. it's like it, it could not have been more neutral. And I've seen seen this as well. Like, you know, the video gets posted on r slash AMD and they just complain about all the negative stuff. Of course, like I'm generalizing there are people in there who are a bit logical and level-headed and go, well, hang on, that's not exactly how they did it. They they said, here's the negative and here's the positive and they did vice versa. But I've seen AMD, uh, like r slash AMD get upset about that stuff. And then for the same video, r slash NVIDIA or r slash hardware usually get upset about the other thing. And it's like, guys, like, It was pretty even (laughs) anyway. I've got another comment here for you. This is on your
0: Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty GPU benchmark. Okay. No DLSS or frame generation here. Another useless review. Stop thinking about 2016 where rasterization was the only one. Now in 2023, we have multiple tech pushed by AI. What are your thoughts? (laughs)
1: um well the first benchmark in that we did use ray tracing so it wasn't just a rasterization only benchmark and it's weird that you bring up rasterization because frame generation and well upscaling in particular works for either rasterization or ray traced so that's yep that's silly that's weird but the the first set of benchmarks in that video was ray tracing ultra preset and we've already on the podcast talked at length about native versus you know DLSS, and we've yeah. talked we've talked at length how if you're an AM uh, sorry if you're an Nvidia fan, it's a really dumb thing to push because you're actually giving AMD an advantage because, as we've said in no uncertain terms, we believe DLSS to provide better image quality, especially at lower resolutions, and we also don't believe you should enable DLSS or FSR if you can help it at 1080p because you're just not upscaling with enough information, so it's a bit blurry and looks a bit garbage, but DLSS does look better. So you're asking for a comparison where AMD technically has an image quality advantage, as in it looks worse, for the same performance uplift. And in some instances, they even get a better performance uplift. I, I, did, a, I did the seventy nine hundred XTX versus RTX 4080, and I tested every single game native, and then with FSR versus DLSS. And that video proved that upscaling both GPUs with FSR quality or, and then DLSS quality for NVIDIA reduced the margin between the two GPUs in favor of the Radeon GPU. Yes, if, yeah, if you're no. an, if you're an NVIDIA fan, you want native te- frame generation. Is obviously another dumb thing. Like, yeah, you know, we're not we're not doing frame generation. Obviously, now it, that even gets worse because we could do FSR three frame generation. <laughs> Uh, it's silly and and as we've i don't want to get into this because we've talked about it in a dedicated podcast but gamers are shooting themselves in the foot on that one and in my opinion they are at risk of ruining pc gaming for everyone because you absolutely do not want amd and nvidia heavily marketing bs numbers to sell you future generations of graphics cards you don't want that you've played yourself and everyone else if that's what you fall for it's just not good. Yeah, <laughs> not let's, good. Leave it, let's leave it at it. it's not good.
0: <laughs> All right, here's one that accused us effectively of being an AMD shield. Be sure to use <laughs> the 7800 <laughs> XT during your electric company peak hours and waste the difference in price in a matter of weeks. Oh, sorry, Hardware unbox didn't show the massive power consumption difference. Hashtag biased. So I believe this is on your 7800 XT versus whatever GPU you compared that to video, the NVIDIA equivalent GPU, which would be the RTX 4070, right?
1: Uh, Yes, I believe so. So this is the head-to-head benchmark we're talking about, so it's not a review. Yes, that's right. Right. Yes. So if I go to the review, the actual review, oh, we have some detailed power figures. Uh, So we're looking at like 50 watts difference of the Radeon GPU. That was in Hitman 3. It's only like 30 watts in Spider-Man. So 30 to 50 watts total system usage more that's a pretty, like, 350 watts to 390. That's not, like, but I would have talked about that. I wonder if in that review I talked about power consumption. You, pu- just, almost, you almost certainly did. Let me check. I just want to check. Okay, here we go. I found this. I found the script. Um, okay. However, if pricing looks more like it does in Australia, you could really go either way, and stuff like frame generation and better power efficiency make a strong case for the RTX 4070. That is how I ended that video. <laughs> <laughs> so this commenter hasn't watched the video. Busted. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't. Oh. I didn't show power consumption graphs in the head-to-head video because it's all in the day one review. And the idea of the head-to-head, yeah. the idea of the head-to-heads is to compare significantly more games and configurations than what we can in a day one review. And really compare so you're sort of meant to go into those head-to-heads with the knowledge of the day one reviews for either product it's mm-hmm. like extra information for our audience and so there's no point showing the same power figures again rather i just make a note that hey this is the more power efficient product so if you wish to go research that further maybe go watch the day one review we provide we provide all of that information for free but absolutely hilarious that I say stuff like frame generation and better power efficiency make a strong case for the RTX 4070. I'm such an AMD shield him. Well, for apparently no, not even mentioning that.
0: Apparently, some other commenter <laughs> thinks you're even more of an AMD shield because of this. He's probably right. <laughs> Why is it that when the AMD GPU is five percent faster, it's basically a tie, but when the Nvidia GPU is five percent
1: faster, it's blowing AMD out of the water? lmao the bias i mean what can i say i just like amd more and want them to win i'm doing my it's like it's like subtle manipulation of the language i use and, and uh-huh. it's just what I, it's what i've been doing i mean you, i've seen this comment a lot and i've seen I, it a
0: lot as well
1: yeah and i've actually replied to a few of them and i've said oh okay that's interesting could you please timestamp where that happened in the video because i am i'm a very sure that never happened, and I've not yet had one person reply with a timestamp show me where I said that thing, and then another timestamp where I said the other thing never happened. I would you know I'd love and look, I'm sure I've made this mistake once, right like out of how many how many times have I talked about percentage differences in graphs over the last seven years? Oh, how many, how in many every single video yeah, how many thousands of times have I done this? Uh, there may be a video where I where you know you could accuse me of that, and I've be, I've been guilty of it. There may be, uh, but I don't think recently. So, but if anyone has any evidence of this, I, I'd like the video on the timestamps, and a look at it, and it'll be something that I'll be more mindful of trying to avoid in the future. Pretty sure uh, I haven't done it though. Pretty sure I haven't oh, done I, it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think you're pretty consistent with with those sorts of things. I, I
1: try to be. I really do. And
0: and ultimately as well, like when writing scripts and things, you know it's not like we're sitting there and we've read the script over like 20 times Mm -hmm. agonizing over every single word. It is Mm -hmm. at least the way I write scripts is certainly much more in the style of how I would talk naturally to someone, which Mm -hmm. is obviously if you've listened to these podcasts, you know, there is a difference in how I speak in a podcast compared to, you know, the Mm -hmm. videos on the channel, but it's not meant to be like, I'm carefully picking every single word It's more thought
1: out, but I know what you're saying.
0: Yeah, like there are going to be some times where I may say something, you know, use one type of word to describe one product and another type of word to describe a different product and people may pull you up on that. But usually it's like if I'm using a positive word, it's going to be the same type of positive word for for evenness across different reviews and products and things like that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I have seen that sort of comment a lot, which is... And I know
1: for sure when doing the overall comparison of the data, sure. I've always said if the data is 5% or less, we deem that a tie, like within 5% uh, is a draw. And I've said that no matter which product wins, whether it's an Intel CPU, an NVIDIA graphics card, an AMD CPU or graphics card, no matter which one wins, I've, it's always, we've been very consistent on that. Well, here's another comment along this same. This is a very angry comment to
0: a lot of uh, mm, okay. caps and... Uh, question marks here see if you hey, can hard... convey the
1: anger try and really
0: convey that anger tim hey <laughs> hardware unbox in all caps
1: all right, you guys
0: say if the 7800 xt gives 10 percent more performance than the 6800 xt then that's great except when you reviewed Nvidia cards you slammed them for not being more than 10 over the last gen you said that there should be a minimum 30 uplift so what is it then hmm are you backtracking now so you can kiss up to amd
1: and get Paid from them. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hear. Right, so, what was the initial Radeon in comparison? A sixty-eight hundred XT to a seventy-eight hundred XT. Yeah. So, I think and you so that said it was ten percent faster yeah. for a hundred dollars. Hundred dollars less at MSRP, right? Am I got that right? Hang on. It was six six five hundred?
0: Six fifty was yeah. Sixty-eight hundred XT was six fifty, I think, or six forty-nine. Right. Um, So so it's $150
1: cheaper. $150 cheaper at MSRP for for slightly more performance. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, we were, I don't think we were blown away by that, but considering what we had been getting, we were like, okay, you know, we'll take that. That's, that's pretty good. More performance for less money, you know, that, that's all right. So what was he just, he was vague about the other comparisons. Like, so I'm guessing he's thinking that that's, uh comparable to the 3060 ti and 4060 ti where the 4060 so. ti cost the same amount and offered mm-hmm. no extra performance and in some instances was slower i think so yeah yeah i think that i okay. think that's what they're trying to claim yeah uh if the 4060 ti 8 gigabyte was a hundred dollars less mm-hmm. and was consistently around 10 percent faster then yeah that that review believe it or not would have had a bit of a different tone to it just it's hard to, to believe that pricing
0: would change things, I know. It's it's very difficult to believe that. Yeah, no, at. look, like,
1: I do like to try and factor in the pricing for things that people are buying with money to acquire. Yeah, it's weird, I know. I have my ways of going about things. but Bizarre.
0: Yeah. Anyway, this isn't the only comment that this commenter okay. left on this video because okay. it follows up with, if you actually look at the product stack from top to bottom, it is actually this. 4090 versus 7900 XTX, NVIDIA wins. 4080 versus 7900 XT, NVIDIA wins. 4070 Ti versus 7800 XT, NVIDIA wins. Now, I'm not going to continue this path. Please don't. Please don't. You can get the gist of it. And then he he finishes off the comment with, that's the way it should be. So this is clearly an NVIDIA shill,
1: but also this person- Well, it makes sense though. His initial comment makes sense because he's now let us know that price isn't a thing that yes, it's it's exactly. not even a thing like it's not these cards all are presumably free so they're only competing on the performance they give you for free and it's the name
0: com- and the and the, the the position in the product stack so yeah, yeah position yeah. number 1 versus position number 1 Yeah, card 2 versus card 2 which is of course how people buy in the real world like mm-hmm. if i was choosing a 4070 ti versus 7800 xt Of course, I'm going to be ignoring the $300 US price difference between those cards. No, no, you wouldn't. Yeah, Because, uh, you know, I just have unlimited money. So when Mm -hmm. I go, I'm like, okay, NVIDIA card three versus AMD card three. Oh, no. NVIDIA much faster, therefore must get. Better. I mean, yeah. yeah, I agree with this comment.
1: Yeah. the The reviewing process. We've been complicating it, Tim. (laughs) <laughs> reviewing these products is so much more simple i'm glad we've been made aware of that because that's going to make my job a lot easier moving forward i'm not really sure how to integrate the intel arc gpus into that structure but we'll work that out i'm we'll probably ask him he well, might have some info for us
0: i think the a770 16 gigabyte is in is intel card number one so that's up against the 4090 obviously because that would yeah. be that, yeah, that yeah, that's would make gonna, sense yeah
1: yeah the, that makes the 4090 like look even better than the 700 yeah. xtx does
0: so Intel's yeah.
1: really doing us no favors on that one. Anyway, that was that's look, I like to say you learn new things all the time. And I've just learned a new thing that I'm gonna carry into my next day one review. So look forward to that. I'm not sure what that does for our cost per frame graphs, but maybe we can do like performance per name. Performance mm, per mm-hmm. we'll work you and I'll work that out. We'll get together and work that out.
0: Yeah, we can figure that one out later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another comment here says Jeez, this is so bad. Steve. <laughs> When you're feeling better, how about getting us another reviewer for Linux games? She should be a girl this time with blue eyes, dark black hair, and dimples. Her and name must time. be Her name must be Rebecca or Rachel or even Veronica, but no Sylvia's. I was dumped by a woman named Sylvia once, and I still hold it against her. Have a nice day, smiley face.
1: I think, well, I don't know if that one's bad compared to the other ones because they, they failed to call us a shill at any point. So oh. I think that's just like a joke comment. Like I like to think it's serious because that that can't be serious. That um, can't be serious. No, but it's random. Mm. It is random. So there's right. that. Well, we'll get, get back, back to the hate, Tim. I we'll need, need get back more to hate. the hate
0: with the next Fuel hate Kill me with the hate. How do you have brutally honest opinions when you kissed up Linus when Gamers Nexus called them out?
1: Hang on. How do you have brutally honest opinions? Is he just mean in general? So how are you? We- in general. Yeah. This is on a Q&A right. a video. Yeah. Right. And we kissed up to Linus. Hmm. hmm. I don't, when did we kiss up to Linus? I'm not sure. I feel like we were fair to Linus, but yeah, a, a, a surprising amount of, well, I shouldn't say surprising, I guess an expected amount of people. <laughs> judging uh, by this <laughs> comment, very expected. <laughs> uh, accused us of going soft on Linus because of reasons, because, you know, some people are like, oh, because you're on float plane, you're defending them, which, you know, if they had any idea, that makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, I, th- I thought we were we were fair. We were, we were critical mm. of mistakes they've made and how they've been handled. But we were also like the pile on and a lot of the hate they're receiving is unjust and unfair. Um, Linus Tech Tips has done a lot of good for the industry. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's all in the video. But yeah, I don't think we... It certainly wasn't any kiss-ass or whatever he um, accused (laughs) us of there. I also don't know why you would get that upset about that, to be honest. I mean...
0: People want – people don't want yeah. fair takes. People want hot takes and destructions, especially well, – not not saying everyone. Mm. Again, this is like a subset of the community, yeah, a subset yeah, yeah. of like social media takes and stuff. People want a Minority. Like, it's a, a vocal minority.
1: On. Vocal yeah. minority, yeah. Vocal minority
0: no, wants but, a pile on. They want the hate. Mm. They want us to come out and
1: pile on and, and give us that opinion. I'm just not
0: ever going to do that.
1: <laughs> we, we we generally – well, we try not to go after individuals Um like you, like you say, we wouldn't, we would have never made that video that GN made, and we're not, a, we're not attacking or accusing GN of anything by making that mm-hmm. video. It's just not a video we would make. We've really only seen to be causing drama when we've de- been defending our work to other people who have called us out first. Uh, that's almost always how that's gone. But that aside, like from a hardware reviewer, from someone who's not meant to be an influent, an influencer, from someone who's meant to be independent and objective it makes sense that they would be critical of products they're reviewing that they expect that you will be looking to part with your hard-earned cash to acquire more so than like who well, whose side did they pick Gian or Linus like it's not what we're here for like we were we were giving sort of our insight on that but we're not critically analyzing Linus as an individual or the, the business or whatever so it makes sense that yeah, we're not we're not doing that. Yeah, like, like we assess PC hardware products critically, yeah. not and, and yeah, that's reviewers. right. Like in the past where people have said, Could you, you know, expose this employee at Intel or this guy at AMD because they're doing their job poorly or they made this mistake. It's like, you know, we don't we don't do that. Like we, like, we yeah. go after AMD as a as an entity, as, as a single entity, not the individuals at the company. We're not singling out people that really we and you know very little about.
0: Yeah, especially if that employee has, like, you never know what the internal corporate yeah. structure is and what, what they're required yeah. to do as part of their job. So, yeah, that's, that's very
1: even when Even when, like, we had the NVIDIA issue that we had, we more tried to go after NVIDIA and not any mm-hmm. individuals, um, you know, parts that were difficult because there were individuals' names on certain things. But it was more addressed to NVIDIA, the corporation, than any individual at NVIDIA.
0: Yeah, exactly. So this next comment is not as negative. I think this is a more reasonable one of the comments. But it oh, says, boo, move on, Skip. Not insult intended, but how are we to know you are being fully transparent? NVIDIA is closing in on being a trillion-dollar corporation. They can afford to buy serious online influence in reviews. They do give you free GPUs, and you have direct contact with them often enough. There is a bit of trust-me-bro at play
1: here. Mm, I mean, that's true, right? Yeah. It is true. You basically <laughs> He's what, kind of what could we out. say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that, that that I it's 100% accurate. I I, I don't disagree with him. Uh, again, it's our full body of work that you'd have to look at and assess to see if you know if if you think that we're at the very least trying to be as unbiased as possible and, and treat all companies fairly, which I think we do a really good job of. Um mm-hmm. you know, if, I mean, you know this. Um hope it is true we we do not take a dollar from amd nvidia or intel now we fully acknowledge that those three companies can get around that by giving money to their partners to say can you advertise geforce graphics cards on harbor unboxed Mm -hmm. but when they do that you know gigabyte or asus or whoever it may be will give us talking points and sometimes we 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 get a bit, we can smell where the money's coming from because it'll be like talk about ray tracing nothing but ray tracing and it's like well no that's not what we do we don't sell out like that if we think a like you know if we think a certain product is a good product to advertise like we said you know the RTX 4070 for example was the best value GPU of the current generation um, at that point in time early on we thought it was it was reasonable we weren't raving about it but we're like yeah compared to the higher end products not bad so we would happily advertise that product, but we're not going to talk about the, you know, rate. We're not going to focus in on the ray tracing performance and talk about, you know, all the stuff that we don't necessarily believe in if that happens to be the case. So, but but yeah, we won't take money directly from any of those three companies. Uh, We will work with their partners, which again, conflict of interest for sure, because we look at, we don't really review their products that often, but, you know, occasionally we do motherboard roundups and stuff like that. We try to get away from doing a lot of that content. It's more just what we just say, like generic head-to-heads, like you know, GeForce yeah. versus Radeon. Um, not so much about like Asus graphics card review. We don't do too much of that. But we do it from time to time, and we totally accept that that's a conflict of interest. And we've proven to our community over the years that because a company advertises with us, if they happen to stuff up, do something unethical, or release a garbage product, we go after them full force gloves off type deal like msi uh they've sponsored our computex trip every year um they sent us over yep. there this year but must have been just before covid hit uh there was the x570 boards and msi had just paid to send us over to computex to cover the show and their x570 boards were pure garbage especially more at the entry-level stuff and we annihilated them So the Mm -hmm. guys that support us on Patreon, it was only Patreon at the time, they're like, oh, okay. So they just paid you money to go over there. but And as you've said a thousand times, we're not really worried about any one. How many advertisers do we have, like unique advertisers per year of all different industries and stuff? Like, I don't know. A fair few. Yeah. I don't know. 50, something like that, maybe more. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. So... You know, Azrock has spent money with us in the past and we roasted Azrock and they blacklisted us and we're like, "Okay, good luck with that." Bye. <laughs> and, and we didn't care. We went like, "Oh, we'll, we'll change the title of the video. We'll delete the video. Please continue to spend money with us." Like, we don't want to take that kind of financial hit. We were just like, "Yeah, okay, we don't care. See ya. Bye." Like it, it's fine. Uh I think we're in a position where Tim and myself, we're pretty financially stable, pretty well off. We, we consider ourselves, we don't need the extra money. Like It's going along just fine. We're not doing this to chase every last dollar. We're doing this because we actually care about it. We're passionate about it. We want to do the best job mm-hmm. possible. And if you know, we do make some money along the way, that's fine, but that's not the ultimate goal. So anyway, like I said, I think if you go watch all of my content, you'll see that Nvidia is not paying us or AMD for that
0: matter. Yeah, that's true. So, this is a comment that was received on one of my videos. Uh oh. (laughs) One of the most stupid and snotty videos ever. Some kind of inappropriate moaning and snot like a young boy who behaves like an (laughs) offended loser (laughs) due to the fact that people who, unlike him, do not have problems with logic and memory do not agree with them.
1: Uh, I've got to remember that next time you annoy me.
0: (laughs) Oh, what a comment. Yeah, it's funny.
1: He doesn't like you, he knows you personally. Yeah, He's not, impre- not impressed at all, Tim. I, it's uh, funny
0: when you're receiving these comments, like people put these parts in like I'm going to be personally shattered that someone mm, has called me mm-hmm. stupid and a loser and a young, <laughs> a young yeah, trust, boy.
1: Yeah, trust me, guys. He doesn't care when I do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just find that so hilarious that this person has probably typed out this comment thinking yeah. like, I've got him yeah. like he's gonna he's gonna cry after reading this and I'm reading this here and just oh my god so funny oh dear
1: <laughs> yeah that was a good one I enjoyed that
0: here's another apparently this next comment was on our Nvidia AI focus is bad for gamers video that we did at Computex oh yeah that, and it well, says
1: is that the one I uh, sorry Nvidia paid for
0: I'm not sure. I would have to go back and check in my bank account to make sure I did actually get money for that one. Um, uh, NVIDIA would have liked that video. Basically, this whole comment starts out with the funniest line, which is, I didn't watch the video because it's about NVIDIA again. It's getting old. And then this guy proceeds to write six paragraphs of text about... <laughs> he says
1: About like, the video he didn't watch. About the video yeah. he totally didn't yep. watch. Yep. Pretty much. Oh, he says
0: stuff like Jensen said 20 years ago, shooting higher than just gaming GPUs is old news, blah, blah, blah. There are so many moving parts it would boggle most people's minds. It's a miracle that corporations can even function to stay in business. <laughs> tech tubers get donations and sell merch. It's easier than most businesses, and most successful tech tubers don't actually tell you they are insiders to begin with. They have support from a wide group from the start. This is all part of this comment, by the way. Right. Yeah. Okay. Very silly. Like, first of all, we were not insiders at AMD or NVIDIA, one of these companies to begin with.
1: That is just a complete mystery. But, I mean, he didn't watch
0: the video, so how would no. he know,
1: right? But we are developing our own GPU, so how dare he. We're not just selling yes. merch. In fact, we're very bad at selling merch. <laughs> we are very bad. <laughs> Hardware unboxed on a
0: rampage with its misinformation videos. It's only 2023 and we are already at the stage where AI reconstruction literally looks better than native in almost every single game. Oh, wow. If you claim getting 30 to 90% FPS increase for turning on a setting that makes the game look better is not the future, then delete your channel. Very cringe desperation of, if I make an NVIDIA hate video, it will get views because it makes me
1: sound relatable to all the poor people crying about NVIDIA prices. Oh, what a comment. Yeah. So hang on. So what was the bit about the 30 to 80% or whatever it was? Delete your channel.
0: If you claim getting 30 to 90% FPS increase for turning on a setting that makes the game look better is not the future, then delete your channel.
1: Regardless of how factually accurate those figures and is, have we ever made a claim anything like that? No, nope. I didn't think no. so. I don't think like so. Like, you've, you've never sat there and said that upscaling technologies or even frame generation technologies have no place in the future or aren't going to be used in the future? No, I mean, I'm
0: pretty sure I've said that, The yeah. in fact, the total opposite in that yeah, I thought upscaling so. will be the future of hmm. gaming. So Yeah,
1: yeah we said we don't like how it's been marketed and implemented and, and and pushed on gamers at this point in time, but it's a big reach to make that assumption that we've said that because,
0: hmm. Yeah, um, let, let alone the part about we're already at a stage where AI reconstruction literally looks better than native in almost every single game, which is something that can be true, but it's not something that I would agree with on the whole. It's certainly not the case. Aspects can look better for sure. Yeah, and, like, if AI reconstruction looked better than native in every single game, then NVIDIA wouldn't have a feature like DLAA that renders at the native resolution and uses mm-hmm. their, well, it's not reconstruction anymore at that point. It's effectively just anti-aliasing technology to make also, the image yeah, look better.
1: You would just enable it always, and, yeah. And, I mean, again, like, that's just laughably bad take if you're playing at, like, 1080p, for example.
0: Yes, yeah, exactly. So... Mm. Yeah, don't agree with that. He's <laughs> Oh, this one's about me again. I described you as a giant rat who hasn't slept for 30 years to my girlfriend, then showed her what you look like and she was like Mayo.
1: <laughs> You sure that wasn't one of mine? That
0: <laughs> sounds like something that you would have said to me in private. <laughs> no, 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 on
1: one of my videos. I definitely would have said that to you, but <laughs> Oh, right, right,
0: right. No, no, no. There's a picture of me in the in the in the screenshot. Oh, okay. So I think it is okay. on my video. Huh. Um, but huh. do you, do you reckon that you or me looks
1: more like a rat that hasn't slept for thirty years? Well, I probably look, um, more likely to look like I haven't slept for thirty years. Mm. Whether I have the rat resemblance is hard to say. Um, I'm yeah. not really sure.
0: What I don't think either of us are very mm. rat like. Don't look very rat like. Mm. But anyway, mm.
1: well, at least his girlfriend enjoyed it.
0: So this is obviously a comment on your Intel 14th Gen video. Intel 14th Gen hate you do is very premature. 14900 k was expected to not be very good, maybe like six months at least before the release to market to Raptor Lake Refresh must be very naive to believe it will be a generational leap. Which Refresh do good of any product is just the same product. and
1: This goes on so, and on and on. So in the video, we stated that it was a Refresh. We also let them know that we knew at Computex, so we, we knew well out mm-hmm. that it was a Refresh, um, and therefore... We weren't we weren't expecting a, a generational improvement, so that, that was all made clear within the first ten seconds of the video.
0: Yeah, probably another person that didn't actually watch the video, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, I think that's pretty. We're pretty much getting to the end of some of the poor quality takes that okay. we've seen in, in the comments and stuff from people, and Thanks. this was largely just on videos in the last couple of. Like weeks yeah, or months. Yeah, no,
1: we, we can't go back past about 10 minutes because it, it gets too much.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, oh, I've just been scrolling through some more. Man, there is still more. I'm, I'm not going to continue going into it because I think we've gone through many, many, many of these. De- Deco is going to be heartbroken. Well, one of these says, this test feels half-assed. The 4,000 series selling point is frame generation and improves ray tracing. Only focusing on purely rasterization is pretty biased. I wonder <laughs> what video that was for. That was on your Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty GPU benchmark video. Another oh, where, one like we, where,
1: where we started by the first three graphs in the video were ray tracing.
0: Yes, that video.
1: Yeah, that oh, okay. exact Good. video yeah, no, that, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Cool. Okay. The rasterization only video that led with um like 30-something percent of the testing being ray tracing. Got it. <laughs> cool. Oh, I love that. Anyway,
0: I I love reading these, these dodgy comments. Please keep submitting them to us on our Discord community for us to have a bit of fun with because, yeah, there is some really bizarre takes, some funny takes from people out there who love to have a bit of fun in our – comments and really get stuck into us but yeah i love it so we'll take a break we'll come back we'll talk about our boring lives all right steve we're back what have you been up to this week
1: um still been working on my conversion thing under the deck so i've got the hmm. roller door installed man i've not installed a roller door before uh i wouldn't once you know what you're doing um it's fairly straightforward it's, not, it's certainly not the hardest thing in the world to do but a mm-hmm. um, few few little tricks here and there, so I won't say that I installed it flawlessly the first go, uh, but I, I got there. It took about probably two hours all up because there was a little okay. bit of a hiccup, and anyway, it works perfectly. Uh, very happy with it. Got it all all dialed in nicely. So roll the doors in. Haven't clattered that end yet, but the door's there. So nice. that, That's good. Um, other than that, I haven't been doing too much. I mean, that's been occupying. Like I've got. Um, not that you can see because it's a podcast but like my arms are badly burnt all over from welding oh yeah um i don't have a proper welding jacket i usually just wear like one of those sort of thick um work shirt type things uh but i did go to the local store to buy a welding jacket because i had to do a lot of it over my head and that's just the worst Uh, but they didn't have any they were all like triple and quad xl so hmm um, my dad bod's not quite there yet. Needs a few more years before that's required. So I'm still more of a large, um, but venturing towards XL territory. So I am, I'm getting there. Uh, so yeah, did that mowed the lawns, of course. People loved the lawnmower stuff, didn't they? Did you yeah, see those comments? Yeah, hmm. a lot of
0: comments about the lawnmower discussion, which was good. Yep. I haven't
1: mowed my lawn since that last comment. Ooh, so that'd be grown a lot since then. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it last time. I, I think I might have mentioned it, but I'll, I'll say it again. I bought a like a zero t- turn lawnmower jack. I think mm-hmm. I might have mentioned. I'm not I sure think if you I did mentioned to
0: a- this to me after we finished recording. Right. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I, I bought the jack. It, they're normally $800. I got it on sale for I think like $500. Good uh,
0: deal.
1: Yeah. So it, it, the mower weighs about 900 kilos, and the jack um, is rated for 350 but you don't lift the whole mower off the ground. It just jacks the caster wheels up, which lifts the deck, so that's mm-hmm. nowhere near – like the bulk of the weight is obviously at the back where the engine and all that stuff is. Um, but mm-hmm. the deck, the deck's probably worth about 200 kilos. They're pretty thick, those. I think they're about 12 mil thick in a lot of spots. Um, so, yeah, I got I got the jack. So over the weekend, I'm going to set that up, jack it up, test it all out. I'll do some, some safety countermeasures just to make sure that, you know, if the jack collapses or whatever, I'm not killed by my 900-kilo mower – Uh, But I'm looking to sharpen the blades. So that's always – previously, I've done that without a jack and I've had to, like, take the spindle housing out, which takes me, like, three hours. So this should cut my three hours down to, like, half an hour. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that'll be Um, nice. might, Might do, like, a hydraulic oil flush as well and do the engine oil and all the filters while I'm there. So that's sort of a couple of hours on the weekend.
0: Steve, the um, mower mechanic now. You're both a, uh, a shill for
1: AMD and NVIDIA as we've just found out from these comments and mower mechanic. Well, I used to spend a lot of time building cars and doing stuff and the mowers are very, very dead easy. I mean, honestly, like the Hustler mower that you have, they're all designed to be largely serviced at home. You'd really only take it in um, for stuff like, you know, if you have to loosen the tappets or whatever, like some some actual work to the engine. Um, even the spark plugs, they're generally pretty easy to access and replace yourself. Don't have to do that very often though. That's a, um, sort of a, almost when it starts running rough type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like changing oil, oil filter, petrol filter, all that sort of stuff. Dead easy. I mean, you have to change the oil filter when you change the oil, the petrol filters, like a five second thing. Um, so it's all, it's all pretty straightforward. You could, you could basically, if you got a YouTube video, which I'm sure there is a YouTube video for how to service your mower you'd be a pro after like matter of minutes. so i have to give it a try soon. Mine's probably yeah. coming up
0: to that timing soon.
1: O- honestly, it's easier just to do it yourself than every single time you need to do an oil change or something, putting it on a trailer and taking it somewhere and paying them a disgusting amount of money to do a very simple job, so... Yeah. Well, to be fair, the guy can come out with the trailer and take it for me as opposed to
0: me having to do it if I need to. Sure. Well, the, if yet. you
1: do it yourself, the oil change will cost you, I don't know, it's probably $15 for a filter and yeah. 30 or $40 for the oil. So you're looking at a $50, 60 job. I'm pretty sure if a guy brings a trailer to pick your machine up, take it away, service it, and bring it back, it's going to cost you more than $60. I'm fairly confident that would be true. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's me. What about you?
0: So, as I said last week, I wanted to give my thoughts on Starfield now that I've finished the game. I've oh. this week started playing Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty and I'm probably about 6-7 hours in. So eventually I'll be okay. talking about my experience with all the Nvidia features enabled, which I think I mentioned last time, but I, I I did end up writing down a couple of notes about my what I want to talk about with Starfield, which I've split into like the technical stuff, so like how it runs on PC and just the the game stuff. So so should I put out like a lawn chair and get a good book? Or, yeah, maybe. Or you, you might. There's probably a few things for the technical <laughs> technical side okay. to chat about. Okay. But basically, um, you know, we did a lot of testing of the game, obviously with our optimization guide and performance guide and things. And I think that that, yeah, it, it definitely shows the performance in the the worst parts of the game. But overall, having played like the whole game, it, it is generally split between those areas, so there's kind of like three cities in the game that perform not great, which include New Atlantis and Aquila City, which we did the bulk of our testing in. Um, But outside of those areas, Starfield doesn't run too badly. So if you're in the smaller settlements, you're on some of the more barren planets or inside ships or space stations or things like that, or even just the interior parts of a lot of the cities, it doesn't run too terribly, which I guess is good news if you were seeing you know, some of our benchmarking that we'd done, you're thinking, well, that's the performance that you're going to get across the entire game. Um, Yeah, sort of playing it now, you do end up going to a bunch of different areas. So yeah, the performance wasn't as bad as I expected. However, I still think the game, Bethesda did not do enough investment into the game engine and the technical side of things, like not having HDR, bit of a fail. I tried some of the HDR mods, couldn't really get them working too well they often had the ui too bright which could have burnt in my oled monitor i didn't really want to do that just things like you know we point out the mediocre textures with the game like i think there's some areas that really don't look great and yeah there's just it it swings wildly from like good quality visuals to like really dated gross looking ugly stuff Mm -hmm. that just doesn't really match the the performance heaviness and then of course there are lots of loading screens so i didn't feel like that was a a game breaking issue for me but you play a game like cyberpunk and you're just walking around and you can go anywhere you just open doors you're in the building where Star feels like you open a door loading screen you exit loading screen you go to your ship loading screen and that sort of stuff just feels pretty dated like games just don't have that level of loading screens anymore so yeah that that was pretty frustrating um and yeah, good, on, on the more positive technical stuff, it is a largely bug-free game, so I didn't experience a ton of bugs. And some of the aspects of the engine, like the physics-related things, are reasonably impressive with what you can do. But yeah, I think generally the game is not very well optimized and needed more investment. Would you agree with that based on what
1: you've tested and had to test so far? Yeah, from the few hours I played, definitely that 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 is the case. However, with that all said, I ended up –
0: playing about 84 hours of the game to finish it. So I went through all the missions. I started New Game Plus, which is kind of tied into the story and is a bit of a spoiler, so I won't mention if you were thinking about playing it. Ended up on about level 50, so that kind of tells you how much, if you're planning on playing stuff that tells you how much I, I played of it. I think it's a good game, good to, good to very good. I don't think it's Bethesda's best game, um, but I certainly enjoyed it. But I think, I guess... Why I enjoyed it was more that I played it as a role-playing game to enjoy the story as opposed to a an exploration game where you're going around trying to visit all of the 1,000-plus the planets. I think if you're going in to play Starfield thinking that this was a game where you'd fly your spaceship around, land on planets, there's cool things there, check it out, get back in your ship, go to the next planet, and then along the way you'll find quests and interesting mm. things to do. That's really not a very good way to play the game and – if that was what they were aiming for, they definitely failed in terms Mm -hmm. of making an exploration game. I played it more like you go to a city, someone gives you a quest. I did the quest, went to all the locations that they tell you to go to and then did another quest. And along the way you sort of, you know, you get told where the quests are and things to find. So playing it more just like an an RPG with a few open settlements. Um, It's all connected via fast travel, ignoring exploration and just sort of letting the game guide you through the quests and and the locations, that was certainly a very enjoyable way to play. Uh, as soon as I'd visited like two or three planets, I was like, yeah, no, <laughs> no, thank you. I think the, the main quest line was only okay. It certainly wasn't that good. There were some very good missions towards the end of the story, but the game starts very, very slow. And I think a lot of people mm. would have been put off by how slow and uninteresting the first 10-ish hours of the game are. I was speaking to Balin. uh, I just asked him, like, did he play Starfield? He was like, no, I only got like a couple of hours in and wasn't really that interesting to me. And, yeah, I could certainly understand a lot of people having that experience with the game. They really needed to make it much more interesting immediately. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't even enjoy single-player games, right, but even you found the start of Starfield not good.
1: (laughs) yeah it's not that i don't enjoy them it's just that they struggle to keep me captivated for long like i like player versus player stuff really because yeah you know it's it if you if you have someone who's evenly matched it's difficult to overcome them and beat them Mm -hmm. um whereas there's only so much ai that i can interact with and shoot before i fall asleep Uh, and starfield was very very boring um i was like okay so i get the performance isn't great but Also, the game itself, like, what's the hype about here? It's not. I'm just, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm nodding off playing this thing. So I was almost playing it against my will just so we could benchmark it. And, you you know, thankfully you found a, you were able to direct me straight to where I needed to go once I sort of got to the first city, which didn't seem as demanding as what we thought it might be.
0: Yeah.
1: um, Compared to some other aspects that we'd already sort of encountered. So, yeah, no, I found it very boring. Um, A game like Cyberpunk I found much more interesting. Like, I could have happily kept playing I'm talking about the original Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Um, despite all the bugs and issues with that game, I quite enjoyed that. And I sort of wanted to keep playing it. Uh, in a way, the job kind of ruins games for me because I played Cyberpunk for quite a few hours and was actually enjoying it and probably would have gone back to it if it wasn't for the f- for th- the fact that I played the same about 30 to 60 second <laughs> pass. I don't know, hundreds of times. Yeah, So it, c- it kind of, makes it difficult to even look at the menu in that game and actually I think i've mentioned this in the past like when i test a game like that and spend three four five days 18 hour days doing nothing but just doing the same benchmark loop over and over again with various different pieces of hardware it can be like a week later i'll load the game up for a new comparison it sort of loads up and i'm like oh like it's too <laughs> early it's too much yeah. and then usually a few weeks after that i get over and i just open it do the benchmark pass get the data But it's yeah, it's almost like a weak form of like PTSD or something.
0: Yeah, no, it's good to good to pace yourself with these sorts of games. Like if I wanted, like because obviously I did a lot of the um, optimization guide stuff for Starfield. If I was like, oh, I I really want to play like straight after that, like eight hours a day of that game, I think it probably would have been a bit difficult, um, especially (laughs) with the start of that game being not particularly interesting. But yeah, I mean, with Starfield, if if you were interested in playing it, not you, Steve, but a a listener to this um, podcast. The side quests are really where the game gets very interesting and you have to make it at least to new Atlantis before you even get access to any of the side quests. So the faction quests, there are like four main factions in the game and all of those quest lines are very good. There's a lot of variety in the gameplay uh, and story in those missions. So it's not just go to location, shoot enemies, fly back there's a lot of very interesting things that are introduced throughout those. And I thought the the UC and the Ryujin Industries missions in particular were really good. So combined with that and some other um, other side quests that you can find along the, the way that are often have like multiple side quests back to back that sort of form smaller stories. Yeah, a lot of those I thought were very interesting and very enjoyable. And that's ultimately the core reason why I ended up liking the game. But if you were going in and you're only playing the main quest and we're thinking of it as an exploration game, I could very much say how you would think the game is not good, Um, especially because, as I said, the main quest line only had some compelling missions right towards the end, um, which obviously takes a while to get to. Yeah, the exploration, there's a lot of things here that I feel like they could do a lot better with like Starfield 2, so, for example, the map system is absolutely atrocious. It's re- yeah, really bad. Really bad. It requires way too much fast travel to go around from, from planet to planet. And the lack of, like, ground buggies or cars, like, on the planets is a massive oversight. Because often you, will like, land on a planet and then your objective is, like, 500 to 1,000 meters away. Mm. And you just have to run in a straight line at that objective, which is, like, that would have been maybe fun if you're on like a car or buggy or something but they didn't include it so yeah the a thousand planets thing is kind of pointless the only good planets were really the ones where they had the handcrafted cities and areas and i think yeah if, if bethesda takes what they've learned from the game like we can make good stories and they i don't know enhance that with fixing the terrible map system giving you a few more interesting ways to travel around or fly around reducing the loading screens and you, know, you can actually enter a building without having to load every single time, then I think the game would be a lot better and a lot closer to Cyberpunk, which today is a much more polished experience having just played it more recently. It's got none of those things uh, issues with a game like Cyberpunk. However, that said, things like the gunplay in the game, very good. There's a lot, large variety of weapons, many different weapon types, which are all very interesting and fun that you can pick up throughout the game. However, I found the game extremely easy. So even on very hard difficulty, uh, the game is too easy and Mm -hmm. means that you don't really have to rely on improving and upgrading your weapons or using mods or crafting because you'll just pick up weapons that are good enough to play the game. So there's a lot of like systems and things built into Starfield. Like there's a base building system. There's like the shipbuilding system was fun, but like there's base building, there's crafting, things I just never needed to use because there was no, like I didn't need to, it wasn't necessary to use those things to progress the story. So I wasn't enthused into doing it. That said, building mm. a ship and running around and flying it was a bit of fun. So, yeah, but like I said, I, I think the game is good to very good, not great. I think I preferred some of Bethesda's older games like Skyrim, Oblivion going back in the day, which is now, what, almost 20 years old at this point. But yeah, I'm a sort of space fan. Like, I really love the idea of space and space exploration and you know, astronomy and learning about planets and the universe and things like that. Like that so this type of game is really, you know, almost targeted directly at me. And I feel like, yeah, a Starfield two with a lot of the lessons that would be would be really good. But yeah, that's sort of that's sort of my thoughts on Starfield. Um,
1: did they um ever fix the lame AI and the space fighting? So if you had like a donut ship, you were invincible. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I never did that as a hack. Like right. I never thought of making
0: the uh, the donut ship which is yeah pretty silly but yeah i've been playing it for i think it took me the game came out in september 1st and i finished it last week so that's like 6 to 7 weeks to play yeah. and in that time they really did not patch or improve anything in terms right. of so game probably updates. hasn't been
1: fixed for those that don't know what the donut ship is basically someone worked out very early on that the ai that attack you with their ships they only shoot at the center mass of the ship so yep. if you create a ship that's like a ring and has nothing in the center, no no hitbox that all their lasers, ammunition, whatever it may be, go through the center without hitting you. So they they can't actually target you. They just fire directly through the center yeah. of your ship. So you are able Which to just sit funny. there and wipe them out. Um yep. so yeah, anyway, I I never very tried funny. it obviously but yeah yeah I yeah. saw some videos of it.
0: I think a lot of the you know the videos and memes and stuff like it's very easy in the game to make screenshots of people's like face animations looking absolutely atrocious. I feel like those are sort of fair and unfair like you don't often see in the game like horrendous looking faces in but you can get them to look like that in certain circumstances and things mm. like yeah being able to shoot straight through the middle of a ship is yeah very much an oversight and it feels like there's a few of those those levels of oversights throughout the game um so yeah like it was disappointing that after you know seven weeks they hadn't really like i think they added in an fov slider and that was pretty much it maybe a few other bug fixes and things like that but you know they came out and they said oh we're going to add in you know dlss and these sorts of things certainly you know i was able to complete the entire game at a fairly slow pace like i'm not the quickest gamer like plenty of people in our Discord community finished the game well before I did. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, unfortunately, yeah, those those features have taken a bit long to get into the game. And yeah, I don't I think unfortunately as well, a lot of the the aspects that made Starfield not as good as it could have been are things that require an entire game, like new game to fix. It's not like they can patch in like fixing exploration being boring that's kind of like Mm -hmm. you have to redo the game Mm -hmm. whereas cyberpunk 2077 a lot of the issues with that game were things like bugs and the police ai being terrible and various other like confusing systems in the game which they've gone on and and fixed quite substantially so yeah i think starfield 2 in 2046 if i'm still alive or whenever they manage to get it out i I think yeah they'll learn a lot of lessons from so yeah i'd be interested to hear other people's thoughts on, on staff. I've seen some very polarized comments in our Discord community. People saying everything from this is like the worst game ever to I played it through and really enjoyed it and really enjoyed the side quest. So yeah, we'll see what the podcast audience thinks. Um, yeah, you can leave your comments in the, the YouTube uh, video below. If you're listening on the audio version, head over to the YouTube version, leave your comments and yeah, I'll read them, see what other people think. Uh, but yeah, next up for me, Cyberpunk 2077. In a few weeks, I'll probably have finished Phantom Liberty and I'll let you know both how all of NVIDIA's technology actually enhances the gaming experience and also what I think of the expansion. So, yeah, that's me. Yeah, not much else to say. Thanks to everyone that listens to these podcasts right through to the end and appreciates this sillier-than-normal episode, just talking about comments and whatnot. And, yeah, if you do appreciate it, then I think for podcasts, people say give a review. I don't even know where you leave these reviews, but put a review somewhere And obviously, if you're on YouTube, then you can subscribe, like the video, do all that good stuff. So yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you in the next one.
1: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.